Hello, everyone. Welcome to BizChat Ohio, the podcast bringing you big ideas for small businesses. Throughout this series, we hope to bring you the best of small business news and industry trends from Ohio's thought leaders to you, the business owner. I'm your host, Kathy Walsh, Director of the Small Business Development Center at Lakeland Community College, and I'm joined by my co-host and soul sister, Gretchen Scope-DeSano, Director of Lakeland Community College's Entrepreneurship Center and Business Advisor for the Ohio Small Business Development Center. Hello, Gretchen. Hi, Kathy. Uh, so, everybody who's joining us today, um, in our roles at the Small Business Development Center at Lakeland, I'm also known as the SBDC, so if you've heard that out there, Kathy and I often see that businesses aren't aware of the numerous resources that are out there to assist them with their startup and or growth in NEO, excuse me, Northeast Ohio. And I can tell you too, Kathy didn't mention that I'm also a professor at Lakeland and I teach entrepreneurship courses. And a huge part of what I do in those entrepreneurship courses is I try to introduce my students to all the resources. So I'm doing that on the front in. But then again, we're seeing these businesses come into the SBDC, not understanding, you know, the the um, scores, I'd say, of, of uh, resources out there in the communities. We think they're either unknown and how that can be, we're not sure because we know a lot of these organizations have great marketing. Um, but then oftentimes, too, they're misunderstood. And folks may think, hey, this resource is only for a large business and it's not going to help my small business. So uh, we're in a mission, Kathy and I here, to um, shed a light on what we consider to be the most important of these resources in Northeast Ohio that small business owners absolutely have to know about um, to help them with either startup or with their small business growth. Thanks, Gretchen. Today, we're joined by Neil Singh, Director of Business Development and Technology at Team Neo. Neil's been able to support a number of growing companies here in Northeast Ohio, and we are really pleased that uh, we get to tap into his knowledge and share some of his insight into how economic development resources can be used to grow small businesses. So, Neil, welcome to BizChat Ohio, and we're so glad that you can be with us today. Thank you for having me, Kathy yes. and Gretchen. It's nice to be here. Welcome. Neil, can you just start out by sharing a little bit about your background, how you landed in Cleveland and at Team Neo, and then what your role is there? Yeah, so I'm originally from New Zealand. I had about a 16-year career in New Zealand in technology prior to coming to the United States. I came here in 2016, and I largely arrived here because of my wife, well, now my wife, before we were dating, and uh, she's born and raised in Cleveland, so that's the story of how I ended up here. But when I first came here, um, I had to sort of push the reset button on my life. You know, it was like I was 35-something years old, and I just left a long career in New Zealand, and I was starting from scratch here. And so I had to reintegrate myself into the community and learn a lot about sort of Ohio and Cleveland and then everything, you know, that was going on here. And it was interesting because I started actively networking, you know, as soon as I was sort of able to get to grips with my situation, I started networking in the community and started learning from everyone in the community that was helpful. And that's one of the things that I found, which was really great. You know, when I first got here in 2016, 2017, my ability to connect with others in Cleveland was fantastic. The community was very welcoming and warm. And then I started to sort of understand what opportunities were out there and, and what I needed to do to sort of put myself in a position to access some of these opportunities. So long story short, 
I went out, I started doing obviously whatever jobs I could get at the time. You know, my paperwork was still going on. So I got my paperwork sorted out and I am a US citizen now, which is great. Um, that took about three, that took three years to complete. But I joined Team Neo in 2019 and I discovered Team Neo based on my connections with Jumpstart and a few other organizations in the community. And what I was doing at the time before I sort of got this position at Team Neo was I was doing workshops and training people and companies on emerging technology. And when I refer to emerging technology, I'm looking at all the different aspects of, you know, what, how do these things impact on business? How do companies use these different technologies? You know, and how do they grow their business using some of the capabilities that these technologies bring? So I was doing workshops in Ohio and Michigan and in PAE, a number of other places with a, a small team of people. And then as I was sort of pitching the idea to a group of people here about doing a workshop in Cleveland, they, they recommended me to Team Neo and they said, well, Team Neo is al always talking about stuff like that and they're doing things in manufacturing. Maybe you should have a chat to them. So I contacted Team Neo. I contacted Joe Fran, who is now my very great boss. <laughs> and he, you know, he called me in and we started talking. And I think he was trying to get to grips with who is this guy and what is he about? And at the time, I didn't know there was a position or anything. You know, I was just in there trying to promote my workshop. And so I stroll in there and I give him the fully fledged, here's what I do and here's who I am. And, and you know, how can you guys support what I'm doing in the community? And he got, I think, a little bit inspired because of the fact that, you know, I was out there doing stuff and I was putting... Northeast Ohio on the map from doing that stuff. And then he called me in again for another meeting afterwards. And I thought it was still going to be about the workshop, but it turned into starting to explore a project opportunity and starting to explore a position that they had an opening. And so that's how I ended up in Team Neo, you know, basically through my own activities in the community and contributing back to Northeast Ohio in my own way and developing that brand, you know, personal brand in the community, and then having organizations like Team Neo acknowledge that work and say, well, wow, he's actually here and he's available and he's got the skills we're looking for. So, <laughs> That's a great story. It is like a great story. I felt like I was rambling, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, we definitely want to hear more about Team Neo. So can you tell us how you and your team at Team Neo use your expertise to help businesses solve problems and maybe share an example with us? So first of all, I'll, I'll start at the foundation. Um, we're economic development and we are the official partner of Jobs Ohio in the region of Northeast Ohio. What that means is I cover personally 18 of 23 counties in Northeast Ohio. That's sort of our geographic you know, zone of Team Neo. And then we have five other economic de development partners in the state of Ohio that cover all, you know, together we cover all 88 counties and cities and things 
spread across Jobs Ohio's footprint. So that's how Jobs Ohio works with Team Neo. And then there's one Columbus, Ready Cincinnati, um, Dayton Development Coalition, et cetera, et cetera. And we're all part of that economic development landscape. Now, Team Neo's function is basically to investigate all of the different opportunities that companies can have to grow and scale their business in Northeast Ohio. So what we term that as is a retention and expansion. Um, we call it a business retention expansion process. And I am part of what we call the BRE team. BRE is just an acronym for business retention and expansion. And there are about five or six of us um, in Team Neo that are dedicated to the BRE effort. And what that means is each of us cover two or three different sectors. Uh, Jobs Ohio in total has 10 different sectors that it works with. It has finance, it has manufacturing, healthcare, um, you know, many other sectors that it, that it sort of looks at, military and defense, aerospace, automotive, et cetera, et cetera. So our team covers the fulcrum of these 10 sectors with our different backgrounds and expertise. And what we do is we connect with companies that fit into our portfolio within a certain sector. So in my case, that is information technology, logistics, and finance. And so I talk to banks, I talk to IT companies, I talk to different types of companies, so like innovation companies, healthcare innovation technology, manufacturing innovation technology, et cetera. So that's sort of the type of stuff that I work with every day. So we have these business retention and expansion meetings with companies. And within those meetings, we look for two or three very clear objectives and goals that the company might have. One is workforce and talent development. The second is capital investment. So is the company growing and growing its business and investing in infrastructure or investing in um, facilities, things like that. Um, and also things like site selection, which are part of that CapEx investment. And so in these two or three areas, what we try and do is identify what is the level of investment that the company has and how can we support that company in its growth? So if a company comes to us at Team Neo and talks to any one of our directors on the BRE team and says to us, look, we're looking at hiring maybe 30 people in the next three years. We wanna grow by 10 people every year and that's our goal and we're adding this much payroll. Then what we do is we investigate that a little bit further and qualify that company in terms of, yes, they want to add 30 jobs in the community. These are the quality of jobs that they're adding, and this is the amount of payroll that they're creating. Therefore, is this an opportunity for Jobs Ohio as a project? So what we do then for the company is we work with them. We obviously have an RFI. We request some information from them. They get connected to our project team, and the project team crafts on the company's behalf a proposal. And that proposal goes to Jobs Ohio, we pitch that, and then Jobs Ohio comes back directly to the company within the space of six to eight weeks with an offer letter, assuming everything goes well. They come back with an offer letter for a financial incentive related to the workforce that's being created. So that 
hopefully I didn't drag on too much, but in summary, that's how our entire process works. Um, and that's our core function in terms of how we deliver economic development incentives to businesses in the community. Wow, thank, thank you very you. much. Are, are there any other resources at Team Neo that you really think uh, small business owners should should be aware of and know about? Yeah, um, first uh, I, I, I wanna step back a second and, and sort of look at the qualifiers of, or criteria for engaging you know, um, incentives that Team Neo and Jobs Ohio work on. We typically look for companies that are usually around what we consider mid-market um, companies, three to five years in terms of operational age. So if you're three to five years old and you've got fairly sustainable re revenues, when I say sustainable, it can be anywhere sort of 5 million or above in revenues coming in and then ability to grow sustainably in the market. So when I talk about these things, what I'm trying to sort of give the audience is a bit of a picture of how we fit in and where we fit in. You know, if, if you're a founder of an early stage company, let's say you are in a young startup and you have two founders and you had an innovation or an idea and what you're doing is let's say let's say it's a software application for example and you're building that software application right and and that is what you're doing um you're probably too early stage to access a lot of the incentives that jobs ohio and team neo can can actually help you with because you're not considered as a business you know, you, you don't have the business structure essentially for growth and expansion. So when we talk about growth and expansion, we're looking for companies that are a little bit more mature, you know, that three to five years sort of time period, companies that have some level of investment that can be measured. And we can see that they've invested, you know, a certain amount of money or they've got private equity or capital from different sources, which are helping their business grow and that they have sustainable revenue streams that they can prove on, you know, on paper, basically, that this is how their business works. And the distinction I try and make is that a lot of early stage companies less than two years old in the community will try and reach out to us in the anticipation that we can give them a grant to get their business off the ground. Yeah. Now, this is the common misconception. That's not the area we play in. And so even when we refer to startups, generally we look at that three-year timeline as the minimum, and we'll look at whether that startup has had the capability to raise a certain amount of capital to meet the threshold. So for example, Jobs Ohio will entertain the idea of supporting a startup if that startup has gone and raised, let's say a series A round of venture capital. And so they've got capital already, which they're looking to scale their business with, and the company can dedicate that capital to a goal of, let's say, creating 20 or 30 or 40 new jobs then Jobs Ohio will come in and say, well, you know, that's attractive to us because they're looking at investing that capital into their company and creating these jobs, and we can support that company. So it's very much case by case, but 
three years, three to five years is generally our minimum threshold. When we refer to startups, we look at mature startups at that age of three years at a minimum. And we look at startups that have some capital that they're putting back into their business. And then we come in with whatever we can do to support that type of company. Anything earlier than that, that's not our wheelhouse of opportunity. That kind of opportunity we would tend to refer to organizations like Jumpstart in the community that do try and work with earlier stage companies. But I think it's extremely important for early stage companies to understand that even when they approach Jumpstart, Jumpstart has a set of conditions just like we do. They, they have the best practices that they use to work with different projects that they engage in. And it's the same with how they invest. So they have their own criteria. And as a startup, as an early stage startup, it's really important to identify what that criteria is and develop your resources in terms of your business plan or your pitch deck or anything else that you would want to present to them based on the criteria that they work on. Otherwise, how can they help your business, right? If they can't tick off the boxes and say, this business or startup aligns with what we do, then they probably won't invest in you and, and or they won't pull their network together to look at your investment. So I, I think that's a, and again, I apologize if I'm rambling, but I think that's a very key or critical key point that each of the economic development organizations, regardless of whether they they work with startups or mid-market or, you know, greater companies, we all have a best practice. We all have a set of conditions that must be met when we assess a project and when those conditions are met, then we take it to the next level and say, okay, now we can work with this company to help them scale and grow. Okay. So, so I'm just going to back up from that a little bit then. And so is it, is it typical that by the time you do get a company, perhaps they've worked with a more local economic development group in their city or county or with a small business development center or some other group that um, can guide a startup and then once they get to that level, then they could bring you in or hand them off to you. Yeah. So there is help. Then, it's just it might be at a different place to get to you. Yeah. And local economic development partners are a critical part of our work because they, I, I refer to them as leaders, where that's the way we refer to sort of local economic development in each of the counties. And our Lido partners play a critical role in identifying those opportunities. And, you know, they will work with any business that's in their community to basically sort of help that business get on its feet and get going and, and provide any local resources that are available to them. Um, but again, it sort of comes back to the referral process, you know, if the Lido partner feels that the business that they are working or speaking to needs a higher level discussion for a greater incentive that could be offered by someone like Jobs Ohio or, or, or any of our other partners for that matter, then they will refer them to us. And then they will say, okay, well, you know what? This company is growing pretty quickly. They've hired about 10 people in the last year. They're investing much more money in our community. We think there's an opportunity here. And then we will actively pursue that opportunity to learn more about that company. 
So yeah, leaders play a very critical role. And we think that the first point of call for any small business should be reaching out to your local economic development organization. So for example, in um, if you're in Akron, right, the Akron Chamber of Commerce could be a good one to start off with, or greater, you know, sort of the greater Akron and Stark County, you know, they, they work a lot together with, with the greater Akron Chamber. And so, so basically there are hubs of local economic development partners spread across all of the counties and they usually have access to everything we have access to and they're the ones that can best talk to small businesses about you know what basically what's on offer great sure Thank so you. up here up here in in our area you know lake and geauga counties um you know there are places like the geauga growth partnership that can assist small businesses um obviously the small business development center and kathy will talk a little bit later about everything we do um, but then we also have three chambers in lake county um willoughby western uh, chamber of commerce the mentor area chamber of commerce and eastern lake county chamber of commerce so yeah those are great places to um to start and and start connecting with resources um if i understood you correctly neil i mean basically i'm i'm hearing you and i'm hearing that you know these businesses make a mistake they're wasting some time when they're going to organizations and they haven't done their homework um do you um at least Kathy and I, in our position, we see a lot of best practices and we, lot, we see a lot of mistakes. And we try to talk to our, our um, businesses we work with and, and steer them away from making those mistakes. So is there another mistake that maybe you see a lot of businesses make that you would, you would say, hey, don't do this. I think there's a better way. And and there are, I think one of the observations is that even though our projects work with a very defined criteria and we work with very, you know, specific guidelines in terms of the companies that we would be interested in to, to do a project with for incentives, we do offer some time. And in my case, it's probably about 20% of my time every year to guiding startups and telling you know smaller companies look here are some some things that you should think about in your business if you're a year old or two years old or something like that and i do this because of my market you know it if you're working with information technology you're going to find a lot of companies at early stage that's just the reality that's just the nature of this the sector that I work in. So I can't simply shut my door to these companies. You know, that's not the way we work. I I do offer as much as I can in terms of, yes, I'm happy to, you know, have a coffee or meet with you for 30 minutes virtually. I'm happy to understand, you know, how your business is going or what you're doing. And then I'm happy to point you in the right direction in terms of who you need to talk to or what you may need to know. In terms of the knowledge aspect of it, and, and you're exactly right, when, when we think about how companies get prepared, Gretchen, the homework part of it is really at least understand, you know, some of the basics around your business. So it's not just an app. It's not just a piece of software or innovation or, or something that you're creating in, in your home and, and you're thinking that you're going to change the world by. That's, that's not how this works. It's really about identifying, okay, do you have an addressable market? Are there clients that you've reached out to to try and pilot your product or service offering? 
can you get letters of interest from one or two potential customers? It doesn't matter how big they are, just one or two potential customers locally that express letters of interest in terms of you being able to solve a problem that their industry has and, and you creating something for that need, right? Um, just being able to define some of these things. And I, and I think doing that kind of homework and, and really figuring out what your addressable market is, who you serve, so who are your customers going to be as a small business? Have you got some pilot projects? You know, have you spoken to your customers and gotten letters of interest about the work that you're doing? And then obviously taking that the next step further and identifying, do you have a pricing strategy? You know, do you know once you've developed this product and you've trialed it with customers, can you sell the product? Because a lot of entrepreneurs make the mistake of develop first and worry about selling later. Actually, it's the other way around. I'll tell any startup this, and, and this comes from my own experience of 20 years making mistakes in the past in startups of my own and learning the hard way how to do this. Get your client first. Go through a discovery process with your client. Understand the client's pain point and then come out with something that addresses that pain point directly. And then you have not only a credible customer that's willing, that's willing to do business with you, but you also have, you know, validation. Market validation is so important to early stage companies. So everything else comes after that. So once you have, you know, that first trial customer, and once you've been able to do something or solve a problem for that customer, then you will understand how much you're able to charge that customer. And then you can start thinking about, okay, as a business, if I'm able to charge, let's say one customer, you know, $100 a month, I'm just giving an example, $100 a month to provide this service. If I grow that to 10 customers, then I'd be making $1,000 a month to charge for that same service because I'm solving a critical problem in the industry. All of a sudden you've gone from, I had an idea to I have a business. So in that last two minutes of time, I've just walked a startup through that entire process of, you know, I'm a startup, I have an innovation, I wanna solve a problem for an industry. What do I do to get going? Well, you talk to your customer. Once your customer validates that problem that you're solving and you've had some chance to try that out with them, then you go to that next step of figuring out how the finances of that business could work. When you're at that stage, then you're ready to develop your pitch deck or your business plan. Then you're ready to talk to a jumpstart because then you can qualify your market. And I think that's something that a lot of early stage startups struggle with. Okay, so we are wrapping up here on time. We only have a couple of minutes. Um, do you have just one quick success story that you could share with us today that illustrates the power of Team Neo? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so recently, and I'm not going to name who the companies are, but recently we had one of our um, one of Team Neo's investors and a company that we work very closely with ask us um, to, to support them and work with them on a referral to another one of our client companies. Now, typically we don't 
provide consulting like that. So we, we, you know, we, we do help companies connect organically through our networking events and other activities, but we don't blatantly go out and say, hey, you connect with that person to do business. So we're not in the business of doing that. So the way we addressed that was we had a meeting with the source company, the first company that made the request. And we said, look, how about in terms of you guys trying to connect with this other company that we work with, how about we figure out a strategy, you know, which allows you to to present your value proposition to the the people that you're trying to reach out to in in this potential client that you're observing. And we worked with that company to help form some ideas around how they could make that approach and what the best way of making that approach would be. And then from that, we said, okay, when you're ready and when you feel comfortable with your strategy internally, then we're happy to make a warm introduction to somebody in that company that we know for you guys to have a conversation. So I, I think, see, that success story is a little bit different from what you read about in the paper. So what you might read about in terms of our work in something like Cranes Cleveland is that we did a project with Sherwin-Williams and or some big company like that. This type of success story is, is not related to incentives. It's more related to how we help companies connect and how we're a resource for these businesses. And, and I want companies to understand it doesn't matter what your size is. If you are in a position where you genuinely feel that you're engaged as part of our network and you need some support like that to connect with other companies. We're not going to say no to you, but we are going to vet the opportunity. So we're going to understand what your interests are and we're going to work with you to try and organically make that happen rather than, you know, be intrusive or, or force you into a discussion with someone that you're not comfortable with. So that's, I consider that type of work a success. The second success that I'd love to sort of highlight is that we create, we help companies create a lot of job opportunities in the community. And I think the most rewarding part of my work personally is when I see a company creating new jobs and recruiting people that need jobs. I think that's a big win for the whole community. And that's something, and I, again, I'm not going to speak to any specifics, but I think um, coming out of 2020 in a pandemic year, Team Neo's work in the community led to something like 9,000 new jobs being created. And that was during a pandemic year. And all of these jobs were from all the work that I've told you about, you know, in, in our podcast today. There's definitely some value in, in sort of connecting with us. And we're engaged, we're highly engaged with a lot of companies and we understand the needs of our community in Northeast Ohio. And we try and service, you know, the needs as best as we can with the resources that we have. Oh, thanks so much. I mean, Kathy and I, um, we've both been in economic development for a long time. I don't, I don't want to say how many years, so I, I date us, but definitely longer, longer than you. <laughs> a lot of, lot of die job here on my hair. And uh, we recognize Team New as a, a significant gem. So thanks for everything that you and your team does. Uh, we greatly appreciate you being here with us today. Um, I think your insights going to certainly help listeners as they look for resources in Northeast Ohio that uh, is going to help them grow their business. Um, successfully. Uh, you shared a lot of great information. So if our listeners want more from Team Neo, how can they get in touch with you? Or, or you know, what's the best way to reach out? 
I, I recommend um, visit our website. It's teamneo.org. So it's fairly easy to remember, teamneo.org. And if you want to reach me directly, you can visit the about page on our website. And that actually has my email and phone number on, on that page. And it's the same with any of our other, you know, stuff. We, we've all got our contact information on the about page. And, you know, I really do recommend that if companies are trying to reach out to us, when you visit the about page, look for the people in our organization that might best fit your needs. So, you know, if you're a manufacturer and you read about one of our BRE directors who, you know, works a lot with manufacturing, reach out to that director because they, they will be sector specific and they will probably understand your needs, you know, much better. Um, and if you're an IT or technology company or a logistics company, I'm the right person to turn to. So contact me directly and, and email me. And, um, you know, we, we do our very best as a team to get back to people quickly and uh, get meetings on, you know, on the calendar quickly. So we, we will definitely respond to you if you contact us that way. Perfect. Thanks. We will also add those uh, links to our podcast show notes. And just want to add that we do appreciate you being here, Neil. That was a lot of really great information. As long as I've worked with Team Neo, I learned a few things today. So it's always good to brush up on what's out there and what's available to the businesses in, in Northeast Ohio. This podcast was made possible by the Ohio Small Business Development Center and Lakeland Community College. Please stay up to date with our latest podcast episodes. Sign up and subscribe at bizchatohio.com. That's B-I-Z-C-H-A-T-O-H-I-O.com to, to um, get our latest show information delivered right to your inbox. Please just connect with us. Let us know what you think. We're, we're interested in knowing. We'll give you a lot of free free content. If you have a business question, you have an idea or something you want to talk to us at the Small Business Development Center about, feel free to email me at cwalsh at lakelandcc.edu. If you want to learn more about what the Ohio SBDC at Lakeland does, you can visit our website at lakelandcc.edu forward slash SBDC. We offer um, no-cost business advising in areas of business planning, access to capital, startup, marketing, and a host of other topics. So we'd love to hear from you. If you're outside of the Northeast Ohio region, um, you can visit americasbdc.org to find the center nearest you anywhere in the United States and Puerto Rico. So thanks for listening. Um, we will have all that information. All the links will be in our notes. Join us next time at BizChat Ohio. And I want to thank you for me and Gretchen. Have a great day. Thank you, guys.